Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone's having a great day, a great week. Maybe it's been a short week for you. If it was, I hope it didn't feel too long. Because for me, whenever it's a short week, I swear it feels like it's two weeks. It never quite works out. But regardless, we're making it through. What's new with me is that I actually have an exciting weekend up ahead. Tomorrow is my boyfriend's birthday, so shout out to him, one of my favorite people in the entire world. We're going to celebrate with his family, some friends. It's going to be a really great time. Definitely looking forward to it. Last weekend was also really great. I feel like I've had stacked weekends for a while now. But last weekend, like I told you guys, I went to a wedding and I actually took the Amtrak from Chicago to Milwaukee. And that was such a great travel experience. I don't know why I never think to take the Amtrak, but it's definitely top of mind now. It is such a great mode of transportation and it is just so easy. A lot cheaper than a flight. When you go, it's not like you have to check in or anything. You can show up like literally five minutes before your train leaves, get on, get to your destination quickly. Obviously, if you want more of a seat selection, then you should get there probably a little bit earlier. And it's also just such a fun experience being on the train, looking outside, seeing all the nature. Also, depending on how long your train ride is, I feel like it could be a very productive mode of transportation. You can get a lot done just sitting there, having a nice view, pretty spacious seats, working on something or listening to good music or reading a book. The opportunities are endless. After that great experience, we finally arrived at our destination. The wedding was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Airbnb that we stayed at was really cool. It was so beautiful. They were these lofts with high ceilings, brick interior, very well decorated, beautiful cactus, really nice lighting. I want to go back to that specific Airbnb if I can sometime in the future. And then the wedding was so much fun. Such a blast. So that was Saturday, and then Sunday rolled around, and we went right back to Chicago, on the train, back to reality. And here we are now, towards the end of the work week, once again. Thank goodness I am already ready for my two-day break again. But before those days come, we have to get through today, we have to get through tomorrow. And what better way to help us do that than with some entertaining content, some entertaining podcast content. Let's get into the rest of this episode and right into what's hot this week. One story and one that I feel a lot of 90s kids are very excited about. Well, maybe excited. Maybe you have mixed opinions depending how you feel about reboots. So let's talk through it. Coming from enews.com, Zoe 102 will reunite Jamie Lynn Spears with her Zoe 101 classmates. 18 years after its predecessor's debut, Nickelodeon has officially announced Zoe 102, a TV movie follow-up to the classic 2000 sitcom Zoe 101. Original series stars Jamie Lynn Spears, who played Zoe Brooks, Aaron Sanders, who played Quinn Penske, Sean Flynn, who played Chase Matthews, Matthew Underwood, who played Logan Reese, Christopher Massey, who played Michael Barrett, Abby Wilde, who played Stacey Dilson, and Jack Salvatore, who played Mark Del Figolo, are attached to the Paramount Plus project, which is currently in production in North Carolina. According to the January 12th announcement, the former Pacific Coast Academy classmates will be reuniting for an unspecified wedding set in the present day. Spears noted in a statement, 
I'm beyond thrilled to be back alongside my PCA family and continue the story of Zoe and all the characters fans know and love. As an executive producer, it's been an exciting opportunity to work with such incredible talent, as well as Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. Zoe 101 ran for four seasons from 2005 to 2008 and was created by Dan Schneider, though his involvement in the sequel has not been confirmed. Additionally, original stars Paul Butcher, Kristen Herrera, Alexa Nicholas, Victoria Justice, and Austin Butler are also not currently expected to reprise their roles. Meanwhile, Zoe 102, the full-length film's working title, will be directed by Nancy Hauer, with a script written by Monica Scherer and Madeline Whitby. Alexis Fisher, Hauer, Scherer, Whitby, and Spears are executive producing. If you want to play, Zoe 102 will be available to stream on Paramount Plus later in 2023. If you were an original Zoe 101 fan, that last sentence with the phrase, if you want to play, would have made total sense. You guys, like I said, I'm sure there are a lot of mixed feelings about this. I personally have mixed feelings about it. I loved this show. And when I say I love this show, I mean this was my favorite show. Like absolute, absolute favorite. Made me want to go to boarding school. Made me want to live by an ocean. I wanted a Jet X, those cool scooters that they had. This show was so good, so fun to watch. I was constantly entertained. So this news about this movie... One, I'm glad they're doing it as a movie as opposed to a new show because there are so many reboots that I feel just can never be the same as the original and I don't think would work that well today. It worked great in the early 2000s, but today's audience, I'm not really sure, which actually makes me wonder if anyone's actually going to be that interested in this movie if they weren't already a fan. I'm of course going to watch this movie because I'm very curious and I want to see what this wedding's all about. But if I was a new consumer that never saw this show, I don't think I'd be very interested in this movie. So I'm curious to see how it does. It is on a streaming platform, which of course that's going to lend itself better to this. I don't think anyone would be going to see this in theaters personally. Maybe I would. I don't know. I love these characters. But regardless, streaming service, definitely the way to go for this one. I think more than anything, these platforms are just trying to figure out how to tap into more content that was once so popular. How do they make something more out of it? How do they get the fans excited again? How do they make money on this again? I have no idea if this is going to be a hit or a miss, but like I said, I will be watching it regardless. Interesting that they're filming in North Carolina. I would have rather had them film on the original set, bring back the memories. They filmed that show in Malibu at Pepperdine University. I actually thought about the possibility of going to that school because of this. I was like, it's so beautiful. It could be just like Zoe 101. And I've been on that campus and it really does bring back all these memories of watching PCA on my screen. Such a beautiful location. So I'll be interested to see how the new landscape looks on our screens. If you guys do want to check it out, if you are a Zoe 101 loyalist like me... Like this article said, they are anticipating a 2023 launch. They do not yet have the release date, but sometime this year. So look out for that release date and you will be able to watch it on Paramount+. Truly a blast from the past. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. Speaking of blast from the past, actually, now that I just said that, 
I have a theme going on into the rest of this episode, which I guess that story also kind of is on theme there. A lot of things that I once used or that I use currently that remind me of items that I used in my past are things that I feel like I'm gravitating towards recently. One of those things is the first item for what's good, which is a strawberry chapstick. Now, I did not have this lip balm in my past. It's actually a very new purchase. My sister bought it for me when we were in Milwaukee. It's from Anthropology. We went in. She wanted to get hair ties. We were at the little booth right by the cash register that has all the extra items. I saw this, and she so kindly purchased it for me. But I want to talk about it because I absolutely love it, and it very much feels like it's a lip smacker vibe because of the flavor. If you guys don't know what lip smackers were, they were very big when I was a kid. There was a ton of different flavors. A lot of them would come in a pack with like eight or something like that. They all smelled delicious. And this new one that I have also smells delicious. It is a strawberry flavor. It is from the brand Smith's. On it, it just says Smith's Strawberry Lip Balm. The packaging for this is so adorable. And it's interesting how much I like it because it's actually very, very busy. There's a lot on it. It's very decorated, but in a very intentional way. And it looks very appealing to the eye. And it has a cute little red cap on it. It has some strawberries on it. Very adorable. And like I said, this was a very last minute purchase. And why I picked it up was because of the packaging. And now I love it. It smells nostalgic and it feels so nice, so smooth on the lips. Check it out if any of that sounds at all appealing to you guys. The next item that I have for what's good is also a product that I've been using for a long time now, and I just repurchased it, and I don't think I've ever spoken about it on the podcast, so I wanted to share because it is one of my favorites. It is, from the brand, drumroll please, Chanel. And you may think, Emma, is this going to be an expensive product? And I will say, it's a little bit more on the pricey side, and I am not one to buy very expensive products, like most of my everyday products are from CVS or Target, but there's something about a hand cream that makes me splurge a little bit more. I don't know if it's because I use it so often, or I like my hands to just feel really smooth all the time, or if it's just a product that I feel I gravitate more towards. But this one, it is a hand cream. It's from Chanel. It's $45. So yes, definitely on the pricier side. But it is a great product. It is called La Creme Main Hand Cream. And guys, this is probably the cutest packaging for a hand cream that I've ever seen, which is why I initially wanted it so many years ago. It's been out for a while. And the packaging, the best way to describe it, is that it is a little egg. Truly a little egg. That's what it looks like. I bet that if you typed in Chanel hand cream egg, this would come up. It's a little oval, it's white, fits in all my purses, very convenient, and just such a fun thing to have around. Whenever I put this lotion on, I smile because of how cute it is. If you guys want to check it out, I'm pretty sure that they sell it at all the department stores that carry Chanel products. So Nordstrom, Macy's, also of course online. Another item for what's good is an electronic 
and it is one that I am so incredibly excited to share. I was so excited to get it. I have been excited every single time that I use it. I love it. I'm absolutely obsessed. And this was actually a birthday slash holiday gift from my boyfriend. And I only recently picked the exact one that I wanted. So I got it about a week and a half ago and I've been loving it. It is a camcorder and I will give you the exact name of it in case you want to get it yourself. It is called the Sony Handycam CX405 Flash Memory Camcorder in Black. I did some research and this one from what I've seen, there could be other sources out there that tell you something different, but from what I saw, this was out of the camcorders that weren't very expensive, this was the best one or one of the better ones. So this is priced at $230 from Best Buy. It's the cutest handy cam. It's so simple to use. It's a perfect size. It fits everywhere. And why I really wanted this was really for home videos. I feel like that is such a thing that has kind of been lost. I know people make videos all the time, specifically in this day and age. Everyone's making videos, TikToks, Reels, YouTube videos, everything. But these videos, I don't want for social media. These videos, I really just want as home videos that I can store my memories, that I can make fun little compilations of certain months or maybe years or whatever it may be. I just wanted the ability to do that on something other than my phone. Which, to be fair, my phone video quality is higher than this Handycam. At least I feel like it is. I don't actually know the specs of it or anything like that. But the image quality on an iPhone is fantastic. It's really, really great. But sometimes I don't even need it or want it to be that great. I don't know if you guys relate to this, but I don't feel like I always need the highest resolution of everything all the time. Specifically when it comes to videos, I just want to be able to take out my camcorder, record something for 10 seconds, capture a moment, put it away without taking my phone out. Because as soon as you take your phone out, you could have a text or something on social media that you look at or an email to address or anything like that. I just wanted something separate and that's what I got and I'm so happy with it. So far, it is everything that I wanted. So if you're interested in something like this, I would recommend this one. But again, just do be prepared. The quality is not going to be the same quality that you're probably used to. And for this camcorder in particular, it's also not going to be as great of quality as some of the other camcorders on the market. Because if you look at that price, there are many camcorders out there that are selling for thousands of dollars. This is in the low hundreds, so very manageable if you want to do anything like what I'm talking about. Or if you just want to try a new medium. Maybe you haven't really been into taking videos because you feel like it's too much on social media. This is a different way to do that. Of course, you could put these videos on social media if you wanted to, but you could also just have them for yourself, for your family, for your friends. So I'm having a lot of fun with it, and it is definitely an item that made me feel like it's a blast from the past because it looks that way. It very much looks like something that my parents would record us on when we were kids. Really, really fun. The last item for what's good is an item that I actually mentioned a couple weeks back, but I didn't actually mention it as a what's good item. It was just something that I talked about with the song. So I wanted to formally recommend it to you guys. 
And that is the Apple iPod Shuffle. The original Shuffle. The one that's white, that doesn't have a screen. And I know what you're thinking. Emma, why would we need that? We have our phones. But guys, I'm telling you, it is a game changer to have a device that just has music on it that is not attached to the device that you use every single day all the time. Just like I was saying about the camcorder, this is a very similar experience of being able to separate it all, which has been so nice. Like I told you guys when I initially mentioned this a couple episodes back, my brother got this for me and my family members as a holiday gift, and he put the same playlist on all of them which is such a fun idea. We can just shuffle through all the songs, really listen to the music, take it anywhere. And if you guys want to get this or any other model of a shuffle, know that they are online. You could do this too if this detachment sounds at all interesting to you. All right, guys, and last up for what's good, your song. Kind of sticking with the theme here, but also recommending the song because I have been playing it on repeat particularly at the gym. It is just really getting me hyped up whenever I hear this song. I don't know. I love the energy in it. It is called When We Were Young by Lost Kings and Norma Jean Martin. As always, say it with me now. You can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. Okay, everyone, now let's tie this theme together with Need to Know Basis. I've been alluding to this throughout the episode, but what I've really wanted to talk about this week and things that have been so top of mind for me is the idea of bringing things from our past into our present. So many things that I feel like I'm loving recently or that I'm gravitating towards are things that I have already once loved. Products, clothing items, activities. So much of it, I'm reminding myself Oh yeah, why don't you bring that into your life? Why don't you use that again? So I came up with a list because I thought it would just be fun to figure out some things that I want to bring back, that I want to reincorporate into my life. Maybe you guys want to do the same. Maybe you want to make your own list. These were things that were just top of mind for me. But essentially, all of these items, all of these things, they're all about focusing on the idea of in with the old. So let's talk about it. Let's rewind. Let's bring it all back. Here's my list. One that goes perfectly into me getting a new camcorder is taking home videos. Like I just talked about, I want to do that in 2023 and beyond. Capture the memories one video at a time. Another thing to bring back, similar to what I mentioned in the What's Good section, listening to music on devices that aren't our phones. Like I said, the shuffle has really been such a game changer for me. I truly love it. And even though it's something that's old, I feel like I'm using it in a new way because when I used it in the past, I didn't have an iPhone. So I feel like the appreciation for it was a lot different. Before it was really the only device I could listen to music on, Now it's like I'm really choosing to for a specific reason because of that detachment that I talked about. It's amazing. Really thanks to my brother for bringing this one back for me. All devices that are not phones, let's bring them back. Kind of going along with that, wired headphones. 
Now, if you guys have been listening to me for a little bit, you would have known that not so long ago, I bought a new pair of over-the-ear headphones, and I love them. Do not get me wrong, they're one of my favorite items that I own. I use them constantly. But there's something about wired headphones, something about the minimalism of them, how they can fit anywhere, how you don't have to charge them, that's really phenomenal. I've been using them again because I've been using my shuffle, and I'm really liking it, so let's bring back wired headphones. Next, going along with another thing that I talked about in this episode, trains over planes. Now, not always. Planes are a great mode of transportation, especially if you're going far, but mostly just take trains more. The Amtrak is amazing. I'm going to take it more if you guys have never tried it. Highly recommend. It is such a fun travel experience. Going back to what I said in what's good, what's in right now for me is rebuying favorite products. Not necessarily new products, just my favorite products, the tried and trues. Another one in the fashion space, Uggs. I know I told you guys that I recently bought a new pair of Uggs, and I also realized that Uggs are already back. People are loving them again, and I don't know if they ever really went out of style. But Uggs, any other shoes that you used to wear when you were a kid that you really loved, that maybe they're not even the most fashionable, but you love them, and there's a way to make them fashionable. I think there's a way to make a lot of things fashionable. It is all about the styling. So if you haven't gotten back on the Ugg train, maybe try them out again. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Another thing to bring back, going to candy stores. Guys, it is so fun walking around a candy store, filling up your bag, getting to try a bunch of different candies, going to a candy store as an adult, so underrated. They are in again, guys. Go visit your local candy store. Another one, kind of random, Capri Suns. You know how often we used to drink Capri Suns as kids, and then those cute little juice pouches kind of just went away? Let's bring those back. A food item that has recently resurfaced into my life that I haven't really had since childhood, string cheese. Such a phenomenal snack. I feel like I spent way too many years without them. Another thing that's in reading magazines. Okay, I know that reading is kind of having a resurgence, and maybe that's just because I'm in the stage of my life where people are reading for fun now, but reading magazines, reading full articles, let's bring that back. I feel like people used to do that more, but now they get so much information online, which of course, that's great too. That's where I get the majority of my stories from, but there is nothing like reading a great magazine. Going along with the reading theme, book fairs. I gotta go to more book fairs. I used to love book fairs as a kid. That was a highlight. You guys know those scholastic book fairs that you would have in your schools? Those were great. And even though I don't go to school anymore, there are book fairs around in other areas. I gotta find them and I gotta go to them because they're awesome. Another activity to bring back from the past, hanging out at the mall with your friends. This was such a middle school activity. I think we should bring it back. It is so fun to go around a mall, shop with your friends. It was such a thing that everyone would do. And it was always so much fun. Like if you were going to the mall with your friends that weekend, that was going to be a really great time. Or you'd go after school. You'd kind of just wander around. You wouldn't even always have to spend money. 
It was kind of just being there, window shopping, maybe getting some food. The simple pleasures. Let's bring it back. Another thing that I think is in, displaying your own pictures. Not keeping things in a digital-only format. Print out your pictures. If there's something that you're really proud of, frame it. Put it on your wall. Give it as a gift to somebody. And then with the pictures that aren't like the most gorgeous pictures in the world, but they're more memory pictures, print those out too or do something with them. I feel like we all have thousands and thousands of pictures on all of our devices and they're just sitting there. We're not actually doing that much with them. So let's do something with them. Maybe you could print one out and send it to your friend like as a postcard. That's another thing. Let's bring back postcards. Bring back communicating with your friends or your family through the mail. It's kind of just a fun thing to do, to be pen pals with your own friends, especially if you have long-distance friendships, which I feel like a lot of us do if you're in more of an adult stage of your life. So printed pictures, postcards, being pen pals with your friends. Another one where you could use your pictures, scrapbooking or vision boards. Such a fun activity and something that I feel like you will love to have later in your life. Making your own tangible memory books. Something else that's tradition in my family, but I think it's a great thing for so many others to incorporate, is making a birthday cake. I feel like I don't know very many people that make birthday cakes for their birthday or for their friend's birthday, for their loved one's birthdays. Let's make more birthday cakes. And I'm not talking about anything fancy, unless, of course, I guess you can make something fancy. But I'm talking about the box cakes, the ones that are so simple, but really make people feel so special on their day. Another one that's pretty random, but popped into my head because I loved them so much as a kid. Lisa Frank notebooks. Those notebooks were cute. They were fun. They made it fun to take notes. You know what I mean? If you have a cute notebook, maybe it's not even Lisa Frank for you but a cute notebook that inspires you to write. Let's bring that back. And going along with that one, keeping a consistent diary. That doesn't necessarily have to be a regular diary where you write down every day your thoughts. It could be something more structured, like my Q&A diary that I've talked to you guys about, but something just to write down what you're thinking, put it on paper, get it out, I feel, at least personally, I used to do that way more than I do now. So I'm bringing it back. And the last one, very generic, kind of already touched on it in the beginning, but incredibly important. So I'm going to leave you with this. Do things or use things you used to love. That's what all this is about. Anything that you can think of that brought you so much joy, that you were genuinely happy with, you were happy with the results, You were happy doing the activity. You once were so excited about it, excited to wear it, excited to use it, excited to do it. I think we introduce so many new things into our life so often, which is great too. It allows you to find new things to love, to enjoy. But it also has the potential to make you forget about the things that you once really did love. So hopefully this episode was a bit of a reminder for all those things, whatever they are for you. Put all of them top of mind again, write them down, and act on them. In with the old. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend, 
again. Huge birthday shout out to my boyfriend. I cannot wait to celebrate you. For everyone else, spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Remind yourself of the oldies and the goodies. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 